Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi guys, Grace here, your favourite presenter from Fad Camp. As you well know, I am a stand-up comedian and I'm doing a few dates around the UK. So if you're in any of these areas, please come see my show if you can. I would love to see you there. I'm doing some work in progress shows, um, which you'll get to see me do all new material. Try and fail on stage, but we'll have a great time. So I'm going to be in London. I'm doing Top Secret March 6th. That's Top Secret, so you can check it out. Angel, I'm doing um, April 11th. And then I'm doing another show on Top Secret June 15th. If you are in Scotland, I'm doing the Glasgow International Comedy Festival May 21st. And Brighton. I'm going to be there in Brighton. I'm doing the Brighton Fringe May 30th. You can find all of these details on my Instagram page. That's Grace Mulvey Comedy. You can see the Linktree um, account there and you just click on the link in my bio and it'll have all the details. Thanks. What's the best way to reduce? Eat plenty or starve yourself? 30 pounds in just 18 weeks. Jenny Craig totally worked. I love to eat, but overeating made it impossible to lose weight. That's my body point. wants bread and I'm going to give my body what it wants. Oh my God. <laughs> Medical studies prove that overeating is the number one reason for weight gain. If you eat and lose weight, weight you'll sleep in the natural sleep of way and bring your weight down for three years about the same time. Welcome to Fad Camp, a podcast that throws a comedy eye over our societal obsession of diets. Now, a little disclaimer, we are not health experts, but we are fad diet connoisseurs. I'm your host, comedian Grace Mulvey. And I'm your co-host, Connor Dowling. Welcome to Fad Camp. Hello and welcome back to a new episode of Fad Camp. Welcome back, welcome back. Guys, obviously before we get into the episode, we got to remind you of Headstuff Plus. We got it because we want to. Headstuff Plus, all the bonus content for all of the Headstuff shows, including Fad Camp, Merch discount freebies. We got some Fad Camp merch. We're going to come out with more. We have mugs at the moment. Go to headstuff.org to get that. Ad free listening. Sign up on headstuffpodcast.com for little as five euro a month. You won't be sorry. Now, listen, today's episode. Connor, I'm going to ask you right straight away. You're a man of the people. Okay? I, that, that's young, what I always cool. say about myself. You know Gen Z, don't you? <laughs> You've heard of them. I've heard of a Gen Z. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very good. You sound like you do. Have you ever heard of the term almond mom? You know, no, <laughs> I have not. That was a great response. <laughs> I um, remember that's a genuine. That's like, a gen- so you actually never heard of the term almond no. mom? That's but so funny. I, I'm I'm just curious about your pronunciation. Like, would you not go more almond? 
Like if you were drinking, like if you put almond, almond milk in your tea. Almond milk. Almond, almond milk. milk. Almond milk. Is but I, think, I feel milk. like it's, it's I feel like it's, American no, do you know what, being almond. almond. Yeah, so I feel like because it's almond mom and it's mom. Right, it's not it's a, almond it's, mom. It's a kind of US term. Okay. So I, because I do actually make a joke about almond milk in my set. My right. stand-up set and I go almond milk. Sure, okay. But for the Americans, almond mom. Okay, almond, almond. mom. Mum for the for the Irish <laughs> almond mum, all right almond ma. <laughs> there, okay now, oh now, yeah, yeah I know what you're ma, talking about. Or like a cashew ma. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of a cashew ma? Right, so almond mom. Okay. Okay, almond mum. Now you've really made, messed up my head. Anyway, it's a popular term on social media, especially TikTok, like super viral okay. on TikTok. Okay, we're all the young back people. On TikTok you are not on date. TikTok. You're like date. I don't know, chiseling into a cave wall or something. That's I don't all, know what that's the others do. I get do. my messages out there. And. <laughs> um, it is you. The term is used to refer to parents who have an unhealthy that have unhealthy strict diets that they force on their children. Oh. I know. I have to say, some of it is is unintentional. So it kind of sometimes is like criticizing or like kind of highlighting parents who themselves are so steeped in mm-hmm. diet culture, particularly mothers. Mm-hmm. That might like we all know this. Like my, our mother's generation, like. They tended to grow up in the time when going to Weight Watchers was completely the norm. Being like magazines criticizing your body, like yeah. that was standard. And it was like, there was all these magazines of like celebrities and they'd be in bikinis and they'd be like just circles over their bellies. Like that's kind of what the yeah. older generations grew up with. So some of them are so, so steeped in diet culture that they basically hand it down to their children intentionally or not. And um, so they're handing down toxic diet culture habits that they're steeped right. in. So that's what the term come, um, it really refers to, right? And so the grand tradition continues. <laughs> oh, generational trauma. How nice it's it is to see you well. again. It's alive and well. It's just in a different form. Okay. Well, the hashtag Almond Mom. How have I not come across this? <laughs> went viral on TikTok. Thanks in part to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills alum, Yolanda Hadid. Have you ever heard of her? I have heard this name, yes. Okay, okay. So you probably know Gigi Hadid or Bella Hadid. Yes, yes. (laughs) Anwar Hadid? No. No, okay. So Yolanda Hadid is a Dutch-born American TV personality and former model, best known, as I said, from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But she is the mother to incredibly famous supermodels Gigi Hadid and Bella Hadid okay. Anwar Hadid I think is her son I hadn't heard of him either but apparently he is okay. um, I don't know very good looking well done for him hmm. um, but the reason kudos, kudos Anwar. Anwar kudos well done to you winning the genetic lottery tell us secret <laughs> was it many a fad diet you were on um, <laughs> he's like oh potato diet like oh, all yeah, the yeah. way the guy is just hiding potatoes yeah. on the runway That's constantly nonchantant nonchantant definitely heard those names but I'm Proud to say for all of the trash TV I have consumed in my days, I've managed to avoid The Real Housewives I've shows. never watched The Real Housewives. And what's funny is like, I it's not that I'm like bragging about that because I do think there are like, They you know, do permeate pop culture though. Yeah. And like, I know their faces. Yeah, and yeah. their names because they've they become, a lot of them become sort of celebrities or entrepreneurs their own, right? Like I yeah. know there was at least one of them on like episodes of Shark Tank and stuff like that, you know, right. like the American Dragon's Den, you know. Connor's um, like so LA now. <laughs> yeah, well, like, Forget about Dragon's Den UK's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. It's over. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, okay, yeah, Real Housewives, I, I'm not really aware of it myself, but I do know the Hadid family. Like, you know, I've heard them, and Bella Hadid and Gigi Hadid were always like these people that I'd just be like, the Hadid. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Almost, I, I can't yeah. picture them or know what they do, but those names are yeah, familiar. Yeah, they're there. They're in the zeitgeist. But a video compilation featuring old clips from the Real Housewives okay. of Beverly Hills like from around 2014, show Yolanda 
talking on the phone to her then teenage daughter, Gigi. And basically the almond mom was born. <laughs> the almond mom came forth. Basically from this clip, right? Gigi, basically Yolanda essentially is very, very into diet culture. She okay. wants her daughters on diets. She's always kind of like in the show. A, a compilation clip was done of the amount of times she would talk to her daughters about their diets, about what they should eat, what uh, they shouldn't eat. In this clip, I'm going to show you here, this is where the almond mom thing was born. Gigi is on the phone, uh, or Gigi's feeling weak, and um, Yolanda's um, husband is like, oh, she's not feeling well. And Yolanda has just come out of surgery. Um, And I think Gigi was fasting, and basically Yolanda gives her a call, okay? And this is the advice that she gives Mm -hmm. her, so I'm going to show you the clip now. Hi, so to give some context, Gigi calls up, she's been on, or she doesn't call up, she's basically been on a fast. She's feeling weak. Yolanda she's in hospital. Or is it, is it a medically supervised fast? Is that what she's on? Or is she... No, Yolanda's the mother. So why, so, but she's in hospital. She's in hospital recovering from surgery. She's okay. woken up from surgery. Right. J- Gigi basically has been on a fast. Um, apparently she wants to go on a horse, but doesn't feel like it's safe. She's not feeling well. Yeah. Yolanda <laughs> calls her and Gigi says, I had half an almond. And then Yolanda says, have a couple of almonds, chew them really well. Right. So that yeah. was her advice. Mm-hmm. And that's when the almond mom... Wow. Phenomenon. That clip just wow. went super viral. That's crazy. Isn't it mental? And yeah. now almond mom is like such a term for mm. the type of mother who is steeped in diet culture and mm. basically kind of like inflicts it on her kids, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. Um, Yolanda after <laughs> defended her controversial comment in the clip in an interview with People magazine, explaining that her words were taken out of context in the scene where she was recovering from sur- surgery and told her model daughter Gigi to have a couple of almonds. She said, this is a, was a small clip from Housewives. Um, Gigi was calling because she wasn't feeling good and I apparently said, half asleep, have two almonds, Hadid told people. I don't even remember why two or what, she said. There was no rhyme or reason to it. It's such a silly narrative that is out there. That That, that is nothing to do with the reality of our lives. Okay? Now, that comment, you could say, is fair. Like, some people say mad stuff coming out of surgery. So you could be like, ah, you know, maybe she was just saying for some reason something mental to her daughter when she was coming out of surgery. However, there's a lot of evidence to show that Yolanda, this isn't the first time that she's kind of given out this sort of advice. So that's why people don't sort of stand up to it. But I will say, she acknowledged her now infamous advice by posting a TikTok of herself snacking on almonds while doing a variety of activities using the hashtags worst mom ever hashtag almonds so you know she's sort of making fun of the whole sure. thing herself okay yeah. but I kind of just want to do a little bit of background of what she has said to her daughters um, before and why this mightn't really be funny if you know what I mean here she is talking to Gigi about her diet I'm so excited for the food pretty much all the food that we're eating is like a heart attack in a meal it's like but it's going to be so good it's good. You can have one one night of being bad, right? Yeah, I was actually really good this week. Yeah. And then you got to get back on your diet, though. And then you got to get back on your diet, though. Because, you know, in Paris and Milan, they like the girls just a tad on the skinny side, girls. So what she's saying there is, like, obviously Gigi is a model, so she, mm. it's Gigi's birthday okay. that night, and she's right. talking about the food she's excited to eat. <clears throat> and she says, yeah, one night, but then you have to be good again because in Milan, they like the girls a bit skinnier. Yeah. 
Like, this is the Milan, the home of pizza. The home of pizza. Like, what a (laughs) devilish thing to do. Be like, you have to be really uh, skinny, but the home of pizza. Again, that's like, you know, why people probably weren't buying that much when she said, you know, oh, this was a kind of once-off thing. Like, you know, here's another clip. And I think what's sad about this is like, obviously there's, you know, the almond mom thing. Like, there's a lot of being very funny videos up on TikTok of people like quoting their moms or like showing videos and stuff. And some of it can be really humorous. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it is just stings of like, it's sad. It's so sad. I want to show this bit here because I think it's like so telling of like women in sports. This is Yolanda talking about how Gigi and Gigi as well, Gigi's love for volleyball and Yolanda had a problem with it. Volleyball is a very masculine sport. Modeling is a very feminine thing. So. I know. And, and that means sometimes we have to give up things that we love to do. You know, you have to make a choice. Modeling is my job. Volleyball is my sport. So their bodies are big and bulky and, I mean, they eat like like men. I wanted her to develop as a woman. I thought that my daughter was a lesbian. So let's just, I mean, the homophobia straight away that yeah. her... her um, I just want to say, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> I'm like looking at them and like, do not recognize. Somehow I know the name yeah, Gigi yeah, Hadid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm looking at these people going, like, when is this show from? Or when is those, those clips like from like... 14. What? Like 10 years ago. That's, it looks like something from like 20 years ago. I know. I think what's really sad about that though is how much the sports thing rings true. Like... There's a whole thing in sports, in particular, this isn't even like, the fact mm. that Gigi's a model who mm. happens to like a sport, yeah. right? What sports do to your body mm-hmm. and what, how then girls get affected differently to boys. Like a lot of female swimmers might find that they drop doing swimming because it makes their shoulders more muscular I was going to say, I've spoken to people like a, there was an actress I knew who loved boxing. She yeah. loved it. And she's like, I had to stop because it was making my shoulders too, like, masculine and broad, you know? And it's so disappointing because it's just that thing of, like, our beauty standards for women are very specific sometimes, particularly for models. Mm-hmm. And it has to be almost like this hourglass figure, yet having no fat yeah, in any other impossible. places. And, and I think, like, then you look at sports itself, and I know we're going to do another another episode on this, uh, because we got an amazing letter in um, or email in from a listener oh, and yeah. I really wanted to talk about it. But I just, I remember briefly talking about how um, Serena Williams for so long dominated yeah. in tennis because she's an absolutely incredible mm-hmm. athlete and, and, you know, trained really hard and worked really hard and also embraced the fact that she was muscular. Yeah. And people had a huge problem mm-hmm. with it. She was criticized mm-hmm. loads for yeah. her figure. Yeah. And like a lot of the other tennis players, because they might earn more money from simply from modeling yeah. and those sort of things, they would then limit themselves. They wouldn't let themselves get more yeah. muscular or stronger. Mm-hmm. Now, hopefully that trend is, is dying out because I think now we're kind of, as a culture, appreciating women's sports more and more. Mm-hmm. But that to me is like, it's just really sad that a mother might say to a daughter, well, like, you're going to get really bulky and you're going to start looking like a man. You're going to start eating like a man. Like Ugh. the eating thing. So what you're saying is because you're exercising, your body's going to respond to that exercise in a normal way, mm-hmm. which is hunger. Yeah. And that is eating like a man, which basically means you're listening to your body is eating like a man. Mm. And that to me just was like, it was like that's where a a generation of girls stopped doing sports. Absolutely. And, you know, then think of everyone watching that show. It's, that's the the target audience of that show is women. 
you know, yeah. like who are all internalizing that stuff, you know. Yeah. And possibly mothers as well. Totally. Their daughters. And you, know? and you know that thing of like daughter as well, like, you know, that whole tomboy thing, which I always hated mm. that phrase because I'm just like, some girls just, I don't know, mm. like play sports and some girls like to be in shorts. Yeah. I don't know if it's a tomboy thing. But then seeing that as somehow a failure mm-hmm. to your femininity yeah. that you might have your hair scraped back or be in shorts. And also sweating. how modeling is seen as like the ultimate. It's like, you know, being, say, thin or being, uh, having a six pack, being what everyone should have as their ultimate goal. Yeah. Modeling being the highest level of the the tower that you're climbing. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, for who? Like, yeah. for whom? And actually, the fact that it's not a six pack, it's not really being healthy, it's just being the thinnest you can yeah. be. It's really scary. And uh, punishing yourself, yeah. guilting yourself, creating bad relationships with your with food, with your body, with your family, you know. Yeah. Um, again, to what end? Like, so so some, some dude can look at this photo of a model and go, yeah, she's pretty hot. Anyway, like... Or that some woman's <laughs> like, I think I might have that bag that she's holding. Right. <laughs> yeah, know, it's, it's, it's like... Yeah, what life is this? Yeah. What's the point of this life? Um, I'm going to show you one more clip of Gigi trying to have a bit of birthday cake. Um, and Yolanda is not having it. Oh. This is the hardest from being on our diet. I have to have a bite for good luck, though. Um, but not too big. No, that's too big. The half of that. Gigi's in charge of her own diet. But to be on your best weight... Best weight. You gotta make the right choices. This is, this is you. You know what, Gigi? I think that's it. As you, I'll do this. How is it? I can't believe you just did that. So good. Like, I'd also just like to, like, that is, that is hard to, to watch. Like, mm. it's such a, I do feel a bit of like, you know, the reality TV oh, kind of spin. Oh, there's a bit of production there, You know, I, I do feel like it's like, okay, like, let's make sure we get the biggest, most colorful cake into this room yeah, yeah, and then yeah. put a camera on these two people. You know, it's, yeah. it feels very kind of produced in that way, but it's, it's not, you know, there's no smoke without fire. Like, you know, there's probably a lot of truth to that, but like, I would at the same time also like to extend like a lot of empathy to the mom as well because what was it like for her you know what I mean what was it like for her being you know she seems like someone who might have been a model or something at some point you know what were the pressures that she faced in 10 years ago 20 years ago whenever she was kind of coming up like she's probably just repeating the same kind of things that were kind of like you know brainwashed into her you know and that's so hard to undo you know it's funny that you say that because actually you know, when I was doing the research into it, because, you know, you're like, oh, what's this trend? What does that mean? But actually some of the TikTokers who've become like kind of big stars from doing Almond Mom videos or like sketches and stuff also kind of said the same thing. So I'm just going to say mm. on TikTok, right? Almond Mom has over 189 million views. That's from an Whoa. article from 2023. 189, 189 million That's views. That's almost as many episodes as Dr. Oz <laughs> made over nine years. Just about weight loss. Yeah. Um, with creators spoofing the values of almond, the Almond Mom while being frank about what it's like to be raised by someone who worships at the altar of thinness. Mm-hmm. Tyler Bender, 20, is one of the TikTokers going viral with their Almond Mom videos. An Almond Mom Bender explained, is an over, is overbearing about what the daughter eats. And that's very 
um, specific yeah. about the almond moms that are being talked about. Really, I don't see many videos by yeah. boys or oh, men. Oh, if it's a boy, sons. oh, he's got a great appetite. He's growing yeah. fast. Look at him out there playing volleyball with his humongous shoulders. Exactly. You know? Bender went on to say she's obsessed with food and diet culture. In one video, Bender posed as an almond mom, asked her child if she's really hungry or just bored. In another, she sets out Halloween candy, then slaps away a hand grabbing for some. This is a decoration, she snaps. Bender, who has over 143,000 followers, was surprised by the success of her videos. She says, I didn't know so many people were dealing with this and could relate. And before you ask, yes, she was raised by an almond mom and her mom... Um, has seen the videos. Bender says she's a very good sport about it, noting that much of the content in her videos is made up, you know, <laughs> and not plucked directly from her yeah. childhood. She tries to find the delicate balance of critiquing the society that created the almond mom without scorching the mothers themselves. And mom shaming in the process, because exactly. I'm sure there's a lot of that happening exactly. in the comments and all like... She said, think about the way they were raised, she explained. The Special K diet, the heroin chic aesthetic and the fad diets. Some of our mothers were on speed diet pills in the 90s. Whoa. Now, obviously that might be a more American thing. I mm -hmm. didn't hear about speed diet pills when in the 90s in Ireland, to be honest. But the Special K diet, like, you know, heroin chic. I remember that so clearly oh, growing yeah. up in the 90s. And that totally. was when my mum would have been kind of like in her 40s, mm -hmm. like really mm -hmm. like, yeah. you know, specific time. So I think... It is that thing where the almond mom thing is like so specific to a mom, but so specific to a mother and daughter relationship. Yeah. And there's something so sad about it. And I don't know, like I can't, obviously I can't talk for men because there are guys out there, you know, and I don't think it's spoken about enough fat shaming for men and, you know, or like relationships that men might have in boyhood if they were bigger with their parents, fathers, you know, sons, you never know. I don't know anything about that. The mother-daughter one is so specific and the mm -hmm. fact that it's so popular means that a lot of people have gone through this. Oh, definitely. And like, I don't think it actually even has that much to do with size sometimes. Because like, yeah. if you look at Gigi Hadid, oh, yes, absolutely. she's a model and that's a very specific yeah. career. But I think a lot of thin people oh, yeah. grew up with mothers who were watching <laughs> exactly what they were eating yeah. and commenting on it. And what brought me about some of those scenes, I know they're very produced, but was the tension. And it brought me back to that time when like, I when I was growing up and... I'm not even talking specifically about my parents, but just being a fat child and fat teenager, like now I don't care as much because I'm like an adult and I've learned a lot. But like how much you were aware of people watching you eat and watching what you were oh, eating. Oh, definitely. And there is nothing more upsetting than when in your own safe space at home. I know. That's being watched. Yeah. That's actually when it's to me the most devastating. As an adult, that's where the freedom comes from, where it's like, I'm not, like no one else can judge me for what I'm eating at home. I'm in a safe space that I've created myself. I'm lucky. But like when you were growing up, because everyone commented on the fact that I was a fat child, it was noted mm. everything I was eating yeah. at family functions, at like parties. It was just even if I was eating the same as the other kids, I'm the fat <coughs> kid. So, and that you know. leads to so many behaviours in adulthood. It's why people tend to binge and emotional eat yes. on those kind of restricted childhood foods, yeah. cakes and soft yeah. kind of sweet things like that, because those are the things that were kind of forbidden when you were a kid. But now you're an adult, you have your own money, you can eat ice cream for breakfast if yeah. you want, you know, but because there was that sort of past with so much restriction, it can make it, and I know for, I can speak from personal experience, it can lead to those kind of binges and obsessions and stuff Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. And it's like this, like, <clears throat> I know for myself, binging and even, I'll admit, purging at times, um, 
it can be like a stress release. And I'm trying mm. to work on that because I'm like, why is that mm. the case where I get really tense and stressed and I'll binge? Like yeah. what's going on there? But I know it's because that's how you had to do it in order to get any release as a kid. You were like, right, I've got to run and do this. Do it in, in secret. secret. Yeah. So no one will mm. see and judge me. Yeah. And the almond mom thing is just that it's in your home and that's so invasive. Yeah. And I and again, I feel sorry for any woman like this as well because like some of the videos that were coming out of the almond mums, like if you look them up, it's just like family sitting around at a restaurant and all the men mm. are eating like lovely, like warm filling lasagnas and pizzas mm. and like maybe lovely chicken and parma, yeah. whatever. And the mums there with a fucking salad. Yeah. And they're like, oh, like this is a maybe a nice family meal out. And yeah. the mum is like watching what her daughters are ordering. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's disguised as like caring, caring and yeah. love. And, you know, I, I do think that there is kind of like, I don't know if it's a fine line, but like it's it's coming from a place of, oh, I'm trying to look out for you. Yeah. But the way I've been conditioned to think, you know, keeping you safe and looking out for you is around controlling food, food and fat yeah. shaming and all that. And I do think that, you know, <clears throat> this topic does actually feed somewhat interestingly and nicely into the Jeanette McCurdy book yeah. I'm Glad My Mom yeah. Died which obviously we don't have time to go into yeah. now but we'll, you know, cover, another we'll day, cover that yeah. another time because like that's sort of that behaviour to the absolute extreme Yeah, you know yeah definitely um, you know there's some uh, experts have kind of talked about this uh, video that Yolanda um, Hadid was in. Dr. Carla Lessler, a paediatrician and childhood obesity expert, pointed out that Yolanda was also filmed shaming Gigi for wanting to indulge in uh, her birthday cake. Um, Lester states that an almond mom is a person who's usually stuck in diet culture and grew up hearing the phrases, a moment on the lips, a lifetime oh, on the hips, yeah. and you're not hungry, <laughs> you're bored. She says the almond mom phenomenon is rooted in fat phobia and internalized bias. She projects her own fears onto her children and in doing so teaches them that she doesn't accept them unless they are at a weight that may be unattainable. Parenting and youth development expert Dr. Deborah Gilboa agrees with Lester's assessment. She says there's this belief that our body shape is a reflection of our character, of our strength, of will and our motivation to be healthy. A lot of parents are taking that idea one step further and feel that their kid's body shape is a referendum on their parenting. None of this is true. Thanks for listening to this episode of FADCAMP. As always, we want to thank our producer, Darren Lee. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Great ratings and reviews really help more people find the show and it would mean a lot to us. Make sure to share the episodes with friends and family or on your social media. Every listen helps. And we absolutely love hearing from our listeners. So please get in touch with any of your diet stories on fadcamppodcast at gmail.com. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.